one of me and then that single person. Yeah, I don't I don't know how it's tracked. It's so it's so weird how it's tracked nowadays. Yeah, because you'd be watching your own video live and it'll count you as a viewer and I think that's crazy. Right. No, it's one of that kind of weird. Mm. But uh, nevertheless, uh, like we're up and running once again, uh, another episode. About to get started, episode 117 of the First in Frame Rates podcast. Just seemed like not too long ago, we just got to 100, and now, we're 17 episodes later, and we're like already um, just continue to move on, like the, the, the truck keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. Um... Today, uh, we're going to talk about XFL, we're going to talk about the week one picks, we're going to look at those, because uh, those games start on Saturday and Sunday. Also, we're going to talk about NVIDIA Cloud Gaming, because you know a lot of companies now starting to do cloud gaming, NVIDIA is doing their own, and it's actually uh, pretty interesting, so um, I want to see how that goes. Um, also, we're going to talk about the NBA and their trades, because they've done a lot of trades, this um today not only just in the last few days but it was a lot done today so mm-hmm. um, we're gonna get into that as well um once again you guys can always catch us on uh itunes soundcloud google play um if you don't catch us live also you can join the discord all that information is down in the description um definitely uh catch us out if you are catching us on youtube all the information is there also, it should be on in the description of the uh, other places as well. Um, so everything is easy to get to. Uh, so without further ado, DJ, how was your last couple of days? Long, I tell you that much. A lot of, uh, yeah, I got a lot of training this yeah, week. So. Your job, yeah. yeah, so it's been a lot of training, a uh, lot of uh, recall testing and stuff like that so like mentally i'm not fried it's it hasn't been overwhelming but uh it is a lot initially so i've just been managing to make it home and then catching all the news and and catching up so like i know tomorrow's friday and then saturday i'm off for the weekend so i'm ready for friday to be to come and go yeah, I'm trying to get in a position where I work Monday through Friday myself because my wife want to do some different things within her career. Mm-hmm. So that that may be a possibility on my end as well because uh, um, I never really got to the you know the area where I work the Monday through Friday. Not not often anyway. I think I had it in a couple of jobs, but mm-hmm. most of the time I'm always working a little odd um, days of the week. But nevertheless, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, I can get that down and get that together. But uh. For me, I feel good. I mean, last night I put out a long list of tweets of people that I don't talk to, people that I do talk to. Just getting some things off my chest about how I feel about, you know, them and their content and and just uh, how I feel about life in general. And, you know, I appreciate everybody, good, bad, or indifferent. And I'm not about to, you know, keep that burden on me no matter what dislikes or, or disagreements we have. I, I'm content with myself at this point. So I gave everybody... You know, uh, I, I basically extended the olive leaf and let everybody know how I feel. And I mean, if you know, for the most part, most of those people did not um, have uh, any animosity or whatever, but a few of them did. And 
if they still do, it's on them. Because I, I just felt like, you know what? With everything's going on, especially how the way 2020 has started, you know, I'm not going to keep too much over, over my head and, 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 and on my on my mind about how I feel about a certain person. I'm just going to, like, look. Um, all the stuff that we've been through, I'm just going to let it go. And I'm moving on. If you keep that over your head, that's on you. And I, and like I said, at this point, I feel good. I just, you know, a lot of stuff is clear now. And I'm just going to continue to focus on what we do over here and what I do on the um, on the Twitch channel. So, uh, I'll just leave it at that. And, uh, and like I said, I, I'm content. I'm in a good place. So, uh, all Yeah, it just seemed like you were writing your last will and testament. That's yeah, what it seemed. When well, I was sitting know, there reading it, I was like, man, is this look, man about at, to at go? Some point, at some point, you have to do that. Sometimes, yeah, I mean, it's not, it, it may sound like it, it might be that, but sometimes you just have to, you know, you have to humble yourself and just be like, you know what? Um, I got to get this stuff on my channel. I'm not going anywhere, obviously. But, you know, certain <sighs> things you just have to let go. And, and to a certain extent, it's like you're restarting a new life because it's like those things that you kept, holding on to or things that will still bother you when you when um when you see certain things on social media when you see certain people or or you see a certain post and, and you'd be like you know what that mf and i can't stand them because of this that and the third you know I, I'm, I'm just letting that shit go you know i i just can't deal with it no more it's like look i'm gonna feel this way i'm i'm officially wiping the slate clean on some people and some people i'm just gonna continue to break bread with them and I'm just leaving it at that. If anybody else has a problem at that point, I mean, that's that's completely on them. So, uh, nevertheless, I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. And um, I guess we can get into the XFL and look at these picks. Um, yeah, let's, let's definitely else. take a look at them. Uh, spectacular Pooh is um, sitting out here with all the stuff in the chat. If people are here um, listening to us, we do appreciate it. Um, you already know where to go. Um, if you want to contact us uh, outside of the chat or on Twitter or Discord. And if you can't listen to us all the way throughout this live stream, catch us on Google Play and iTunes. So um, it's a great place to fellowship with us. So um, let me put this link up and we're going to get this uh, these XFL picks out of the way. So um, anything you want to add, DJ? Uh, uh, if y'all expecting some type of last will and testament from me online, I already made peace before I jumped online. So that's it. Right. Everything else is everything else. That sounds good. Sounds good. Once again, I, I could not get in touch with Bills. Um, I, I know he's still doing his thing. So if you still, if you guys still wonder why Bills not here, he's still doing his thing as far as his music and trying to get those things off the ground. So he he does it really have much time to do uh, the podcast as much based on what he told me so um, but he's still he's still a part of the podcast and you know the door is always open when he decides to come through but but we are going to open it up to a guest if anybody wants to come on uh we can put it out there poo i see you you're in the chat so if you ever want to come on you got time uh you can come on nykia you always have the invite uh, and anybody else upon request? So yeah, yeah, yeah. always, always. So, yeah, we need kid to come back here too. I need to get in touch with him. He he's really busy. Um, he's on PlayStation mm -hmm. all the time. Like he's working when he's not working. 
right. I don't have my PS4 anymore, so I can't like get in touch. I do have his number. Um, I, I do need to call him and check on him as well as um, see if he can get on because I mean he's he's all. It's not one time he hasn't said no since I've um, extended you know the uh, the invite to him. Mm-hmm. He, he's good people. Doug Thomas, I appreciate you coming through as always. So let's um let me pull up this uh let me pull up this screen for the XFL Week One. Yeah, it's funny because you don't even have to go to those special screen because you have all four games <laughs> just listed in this little right, box nah, over here. No special screen at all. I mean, I got it right here. Mm-hmm. And week one, right there. So, um. Oh, you got a different box. I got one that has just the uh, logos of the teams and, no, and all to, of them. Yeah, I went to the actual XFL website. So. Oh no, I went to the actual XFL website too. Yeah. So um. Yeah. Is this, is this all the teams? I don't think this is all. Oh uh, yeah, that's. All yeah, the that's all the teams. All all four games, eight teams. Okay. Um. So we're looking at these games right here. Uh, week one Saturday on at two o'clock. The Sea Dragons play the DC Defenders. We have the LA Wildcats play the Roughnecks. Um, Tampa Bay Vipers play the New York Guardians, and we have the St. Louis Battlehawks playing the Dallas Renegades. So um. Obviously, uh, DJ, I already know you're picking the DC Defenders over the Seattle Dragons. I already know that. Yeah, and to tell you the truth, this first week is it's it's fifty fifty with all the teams. It's a clean slate. Uh, Post NFL season, now it's the XFL season. There's nobody that has any event. I, I believe there we can't really sit and analyze anything until we get at least. Two weeks out of this I, game, I would say at least week three. Yeah, you, week you three. Know, you would know. Yeah, you would know what team is what by week three. So as far as all the other games, I'm gonna flip a coin for each one of them just to make it interesting. Like, yeah. but but if one of the games, like the Dallas game, I'm already picking St. Louis. So if you <laughs> have a supporter in that game, so right. so those are those are gonna be my rules up until week three. Always DC defenders and fuck Never Dallas. Dallas. Never <laughs> Dallas. Y'all can hashtag that if y'all want like y'all like. So Okay. Um so we got the Sea Dragons and Defenders. I'm gonna go with DC as well. I don't know too much about the Seattle team per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do like Cordell Jones. Um and I I wish I knew who the Seattle quarterback was. Maybe if I can go back and look. Let me um Pull up my screen and see. Pull up my second screen. I should be able to figure it out. Cause I'm okay. I got my original Xbox running on my second screen for some reason. Don't. don't yeah, I heard it boot up in the background earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got it. I got it uh, up. So um, let's see. Let's let me pull up another screen. Um, but uh, just just for fairness, move that over. Uh, let's see XFL rosters. Um, I see uh. Dow said he, he would go LA Wildcats. I forgot that was his team from Tuesday. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Official are, you sure? for all are you sure that was Tadal? That was Doug Thomas. Oh, yeah, Tadal, Doug Thomas. I'm sorry. Tadal went for the LA Wildcats too because he lives out there as well. Oh, yeah, they both did. So. Yeah. Um, let's see. Seattle. Seattle Dragons, their roster consists of. Well, I want to know who their quarterback is, actually. Uh, I'm putting that back because I, I don't pull. Ball. B.J. Daniels is their quarterback. 
Um, I, I think I'm pretty sure he's probably starting. That's funny how he's managed to hang around the Seattle area. Right. Because right. uh, he was on the Seahawks. Yeah, he played for the Seahawks for a while. Hey, he won a ring with them, actually. <laughs> wow. Right. You got Brandon Slivers as their quarterback as well. Um, I don't mm-hmm. see anybody else. Kenneth Farrell's their running back. I, I'm still going to take I'm, – I'm taking the D.C. defenders. I feel like um, the D.C. defenders is, uh, is is probably the better team in this, so I'm going to take them as well. Okay. Uh, uh, the next game um, later on t- that day is going to be on Fox – we have the Houston Roughnecks versus the LA Wildcats. Um, See, maybe I shouldn't flip a coin on this one because you know I'm uh, as far as my old high school team, I am a former Wildcat. So I, I think just for team namesake, I'll go with the Wildcats on this one. Okay. Sorry, NYK, I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go with the Wildcats. I'm always a Wildcat forever. Class of '98. <laughs> okay. So. Um... Uh, I don't know. Because, like I said, this is basically a coin flip. Even though we know the rosters, we still mm-hmm. don't know how they're going to play together. So these picks are just going to be, you know, basically toss-ups. Um, I do see a few people on the LA Wildcats that I do know. Uh, but there's nothing that's really just standing out. Most of this is just like, okay, these teams are together, and we'll just see how it goes. Um, I'm going to look at the Houston row up. Uh, I think I know why NYKia did pick the um the Houston Roughnecks. I think I know why. With the type of, of oh the coach. Yeah, the coach is June Jones. June Jones. Oh yeah. Him. Yeah, he loves the, to run the um the run. The and run shoot. and shoot. Yeah. I see. Yeah, they got Sammy Coates at receiver. I want to know who's their starting quarterback though. That's going to tell me a lot. Um, Connor Cook is their quarterback. If he's starting, I think I'm gonna probably pick the Houston Roughnecks to to, to win this one. Mm. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Gonna be interesting. I'm just 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 based off the type of uh, offense they're running in their quarterback. Mm. I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna just get get up on them. Um, yeah. What's going on, Quayface? Doug Thomas, spectacular pool. What's going on, y'all? I'm glad you guys are here. Um, Sunday, February 9th, two o'clock. Tampa Bay Vipers playing the NY Guardians. Who is on the Guardians roster? Do you have any idea, DJ? I have no idea. I'm just uh, – let me – I can go check them out. Luis Perez is their quarterback. He was pretty good in the AAF. <laughs> Before they robbed that league. But anyway. Matt, Matt McGloin is their other quarterback. All right, let me check out this this roster. Actually, no, let me go to the roster, depth chart. I don't I don't, uh, I don't see anybody that's – um. Okay, so – wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Does that say Joe Horn? Where receiver? Z as uh, Z receiver. I'm looking at the depth chart. So I I know starting at X is going to be McKaylee McKay, whoever that is, then Austin Duke. Austin so you had Duke your... and Joe Horn. I, I it would be hard for me to believe that these. Oh, are... Matt McGlone. Matt uh, McGlone is yeah, your McGloin starter. Is of, okay, he's a starter. Yeah, uh, I I think Perez is gonna take his job. Perez, I think Perez is a better quarterback. But nevertheless, I don't think Joe Horn from the Saints. I don't. Think nah, it's not, it's probably it's definitely another Horn, but it's just to see the name and be like, wait a minute, hold up. It just had me think for right. a second. I had you stand out for a second. Marquise Williams is also their quarterback. Uh, I I think Luis Perez should be able to take that starting job. I, Matt McGloin is okay, but uh no. Um, the defense hmm. is. Defense look average at best. Um, t- 
Tampa Bay, I heard Tampa Bay has a pretty decent team. So I'm probably going to lean towards Tampa Bay in this game. I think Tampa Bay is going to beat the Guardians. Um, now, now, was this the game that I needed to uh, flip? Yep, this was the one I needed to flip a coin. So let me go ahead and do that. So I got see Tampa's the road team, so they got heads. And Guardians is tails. Of course, no one probably be able, no one will see this, but I, they'll just hear the coin drop. Is on tails, so picking the New York Guardians so to win this game. I'm taking the Tampa Bay. Uh, the Vipers. Bay. Yeah, the Vipers. I'm taking the Vipers on that. And obviously, um, the Seattle. I mean, the Seattle. Seattle. The St. Louis Battlehawks versus Dallas Renegades. I'm taking um, uh, St. Louis easily. Yeah. So um, that's my and, team. I think and, Nick, I think Nick Fitzgerald's going to ball out kind of the local kid so i want to see him do well so and then for me it's fuck dallas so (laughs) st louis battle will whoop their ass okay let me go this week so just to make sure that we're good i'm gonna pull up a notepad so we can uh actually uh oh keep track yeah yeah because yeah because this is not here (laughs) he's not here and then at the same time, it's like, okay, how good are we at picking, you know, teams, picking and analyzing players that we really don't know much about? Right. I'm like, I'm sure somebody could go in off hours, off stream hours, research all this, do all the calculations, do, do the math by themselves and just that, throw that, up a random number and not prove it. So it's. Oh, you know why they ain't going to do that? Well, I'm just, I'm sorry. You do have people. We don't promote drama, man. Once we promote that drama, then that's when they start, um, you know, they they'll start uh, time um, stamping shit and, and using it against us. That's, that's I just, I just look at it like this: just don't throw up numbers unless you plan on backing it up. <laughs> right. So you picked um, DC, mm-hmm. and I picked DC as well. Um, yeah, you picked the, the Wildcats. The Wildcats. Mm-hmm. Okay, I picked the Roughnecks. Um, I picked the Vipers. And I picked the Guardians. And you picked the Guardians. And we both picked the picked Louis. it. Yep. All right. So that's what we got for week one. Let's save that. Not open. Stop. Save. All right. Let's and Bills, if you're listening, if you want to send your picks, send us the IM. Yeah. Or, and you can. I'm like, you're, I don't know if you get a chance to. In, in in your spare time, just watch the, just at least this portion. If you don't have to wa- listen or watch the rest of the show, just uh, send us your picks if you want to. Yeah, we definitely add them and we'll talk about them by Tuesday. So mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, definitely do that. All right, let's pull that down. Let's get back here. Let's look at some of these comments. Where is my? Hold on. Oh, there we are. Okay. Comments, let's see. Uh, Doug Thomas says Winston Moss is the Wildcats coach. Okay. Winston Moss, what is his um, background? Does anybody know? I'm actually kind of Hold up. I'm pull it curious. up. It's, it's, it's going to be right here. Okay, I got it right here. Winston Moss. Okay. Oh, know. yeah. This was a while back he was in the NFL because he's 54. 54 okay. years old. I'm looking at the rest of their staff. The staff look pretty decent. 
Pepper Johnson is their defensive coordinator. He was fired by the Packers two seasons ago. Oh, so he just got out of the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, because he was their um, assistant head coach and let's see, and linebackers coach for the Green Bay Packers. Okay, okay. I'm actually liking um. I, I like Luis Perez. I'm actually surprised that he's not in the NFL. He did pretty good in the AF, in my opinion. Yeah, that's um, it. Said Moss played in 169 games, three interceptions, 20 and a half sacks, one touchdown. Played for the Raiders, Buccaneers. So he's a defensive minded coach. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's gonna be interesting. I want to see what kind of defense they run. Hmm. Okay. Okay, let me see. Oh, he played for. He played in Miami as well. Doug Thomas said he was in Miami. Oh, okay. University of Miami. Yeah, he was in Miami. A whole bunch of mosses came out of there. Oh, right. Exactly. Him, Sonoris, Santana. Mm hmm. Any other comments? I don't see any other comments. Uh, Yeah, we just know. We just said that Doug Thomas, he played in the NFL and he was a coach. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, uh, he got some pretty good experience. That's interesting. Uh, let's see what's next. Um, anybody got any uh any last um uh comments about any. This, uh week one? Um, DJ, you got anything? Nah, I'm like, we're it's just wait and see now. It's t minus uh two days. Uh, first game will be the the it will be my team will be up first. So it'll be DC versus Seattle. So that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting to watch to check that out. See another football team, another pro football team in DC. Just hopefully they don't go down the same path as the other pro football team in Washington. One thing we did not talk about, and um, I said we was gonna do that today. We're gonna talk about the um, the replay rules of the XFL. We was gonna do that Tuesday, mm-hmm. but we kind of got sidetracked. But nevertheless, we want to talk about this because this is one probably the most important rule in the XFL, especially with the way the NFL is going and the way that um, the, the replay rules and certain calls are just way jacked up. So uh, I want to pull this screen up as well. And um, it's totally up to you, DJ. If you want to read them or I read them, it doesn't matter. Well, if you're already there, then you can go ahead. All right, let's see. Where, oh, I had it and it, it rolled down. There we go. Right here, it rolled, it rolled down. When I, okay, replay rules, XFL rules. This is for replays. The XFL coaches will have no challenges and all plays will be subject to review from the re- replay official who will be stationed in a booth above the field. So nobody's throwing flags. Nobody's throwing, um, nobody's, you know, bitching about a play. Everything is from the booth. Reviewable plays are limited to A, plays involved in possession. B, Plays involve touching of either the ball or the ground. C, plays governed by the goal line. D, um, plays governed by boundary lines. E, plays governed by the line of scrimmage. F, plays governed by line of gain. They could have put this in a column instead of in a a paragraph. G, players, you know what I mean? G, number of players on on the field at snap. H, game administration. Um, I'm kind of wondering how this will work. One, hmm. penalty enforcement. Two, the penalty enforcement, I don't wonder how that'll work. 
One, two, proper down. Three, spot a foul. Four, status of game clock. I, disqualification of a player. How in the hell are they going to review that? That's going to be, maybe, I guess, targeting, I guess. Maybe. This list, this list of reviewable plays is identical to those in the NFL prior to 2019. The exception is the replay official may correct obvious errors involving a player's safety any point throughout the game. Okay, so obviously if there's like a targeting call or something like that, they can just overturn it on a whim. Basically, mm. that's what they're saying. So that, so yeah, that's at all times. Right. right. So they they could they could have a play in the first quarter. They get to the fourth quarter and it's a tight situation. Oh no, we just uh, we just realized that that was targeting back in the first quarter. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> also, you want to talk about some cons- conspiracy events? Yeah, that's jacked up. <laughs> Exception. The second exception, a replay official may correct any egregious, obvious error that may have significant impact on the outcome of the game in the last five minutes of the quarter. Damn. Overtime. Thank you, New Orleans Saints. <laughs> Thank you, New Orleans Saints. That, that's, that's straight up New they're Orleans be, Saints right there. There's going to be a lot of Saints fans watching the XFL now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, we know what the rule is. This is so much to read. I, I don't care about the NFL rules because we know their, only, their own rules don't apply at times. So we're going to mm. go to the rationale. The rationale behind this is the replay, review replay in football officiating is paramount to how fans view the game. That is very true. To get the right, the play right is the utmost importance to the XFL, and our goal is to provide quality reviews at the right time in a timely fashion. By eliminating coaches' challenge, we don't rely on the teams to fix miscues by the officials. Ouch. And uh, <laughs> by allowing common sense to be applied to officiating, we put the fan first instead of the process. Yo, they just slapped around the NFL with that entire. They were just <laughs> like, <laughs> they that's just, basically what they did. They basically just slapped around the NFL with that paragraph right there. But I, I like the way they're looking at this though. They're mm-hmm. basically taking what the AAF did and took it like ten steps further. Right. I, I actually like this a lot. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I. This is another thing I wouldn't mind the NFL trying to implement in the following seasons. Like, take the flags out of the coach's hands and let everything be at the booth. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see a problem with that. Well, what do you think? You think the coach still should be able to throw a flag? Oh hell no! I, I think for like because because a lot of times they'll wait until the last second, and you think you're everyone is has the mentality of like we're on to the next play, and all of a sudden. Flag. Right, and it, it, it just oh. it just it just jacks up the entire game. See these two things right here is telling you like you go back up here with the first exception, no, the second exception. The replay official may correct any egregious obvious error that may have the significant impact on the outcome of the game in the last five minutes. Also, well, the first one as well. The replay official may correct obvious errors involving a player safety. So at any time they can jump in and just. Mm-hmm change a play or change or look at a play at any time, especially when it's way out of line compared to, um, like you said, coaches or even guys in the booth that talk to the coaches. Like we're going to wait to the last second and then they're throwing, it throws everything off. And like, what was that one play in the playoffs where I think it happened against the Titans where they mm-hmm. end up getting a call, a penalty call called against them, a play happened after it was reviewed yep. a play later. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is this is good, and um, I think this is something that needs to be addressed in the NFL. I, I like this, that, and um, for all intents and purposes, based on what we've seen, 
I don't see, unless the, the play on the field is really jacked up, based on what I say, I think the XFL is going in the right direction where they can get people to watch. And it, it is, and it's almost like a, a 180 compared to what they had back in the day. Mm. I, I think this is going to be some pretty decent football. I think they're taking this very serious. Um, I, I, I think it's pretty good. Um, I got to, yeah. let's see, Doug Thomas put something out here. He asked, what do you guys think of the double forward pass? We talked about this two episodes ago. We don't necessarily have an issue with it. Um, I think everything is still behind the line of scrimmage, though, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, that's the main thing. It, it, it has to take place behind the line of scrimmage in order to be able to pull it off. But I think it would be interesting because then you, like, like <coughs> you get those situations where you'll get a forward lateral and then the receiver run, is running like a jet sweep. Right. And then it turns into a pass. Right. As long versus as the receiver having to go behind him and do it. Right. And, and he, as long as he's still behind the line of scrimmage, it's right. a game. I, I think that I think that does make some type of exciting ball because some jet sweeps. So let's say what, what they do now, the little dump off pass on the receiver runs right in front of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He just like tosses it to him real quick. The quarterback, that's still a pass. And then they can turn around and pass it again. So right. um, for us, I think it's actually, um, it's actually pretty cool. For the simple fact, what DJ said, and also the fact that it is behind the line of scrimmage, I think if it was beyond the line of scrimmage, it'll yeah, that would be like chaos. Yeah, it'd be chaos, and I think that'd be really weird. So, um, I think we're good with that. Um, I think uh, Pooh put out some of his um picks as well. We're gonna put those up there just for a second. He says Seattle beats DC, so there you go, DJ. Uh, Houston beats LA, okay, there you go, um, Doug Thomas. Uh, SDL beat Dallas. Okay, I'm with that. And I think that's the only one that he only put three. I think he don't care. Oh, obviously he picks the NY team, the New York team. So I, mm-hmm. I think that's why he didn't put that. Up. And obviously he doesn't care about the Saints. <laughs> yeah. But you know what though? I'm I'm almost certain that the XFL put this in place because of shit like that. Mm. I'm almost certain. You know, hello. It's funny though because the Saints their own uh. Their own rule come back to bite them in the in the playoffs this year. And it's <laughs> funny because in the Super Bowl, they then they call offensive pass interference. Right, that makes it even worse. <laughs> and it was less egregious than the one that was in. Right, and to be honest with you, I don't even think Kittle had to do that. All he had to do just go up and foot a ball. No kidding. It was, was kind of weird, you know. Yeah. Let's not talk about that game. You know, you got a Pacific coach that that loves to give away Super Bowl rings. So. Mm. But nevertheless, um, so uh, I'm excited. I'm waiting for Saturday. Um, I'll probably still be at work um, when the 2 o'clock game starts because I have to work this Saturday. I usually get home maybe about 3.30. So um, that's a good time for you guys in the Discord. Keep me, <laughs> update on, uh, keep me updated on the game throughout Discord and so that if you haven't already joined the Discord and the ones who are on Discord, come on, man. Let's be a little active in the Discord. It's like me, DJ, and King David are like the only three. Uh, pool sometimes, too. We're like mm-hmm. the only four in there that's actually be like really active in the Discord. So and, and Pooh's got his own Discord channel too, and 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 he still has time to you know participate in Come our in Discord. Hours, right. So I need to join this Discord too. I need to do that in the near future. Well, be prepared to clear a lot of messages. Just just letting you know, oh, it's a lot going. It's a lot going on in there. Yeah, Pooh, what you got going on? In video, freaking. <laughs> you got a freaking like gremlin sweatshop going on in there for some reason. Yeah, I don't I'm, not, know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not following with that. <laughs> um, Nvidia. Uh, we're gonna jump to Nvidia real quick. Nvidia uh, launches 
their um they they launches their cloud gaming service and it kind of it, it definitely robs what Google Trashia is doing. It does what they do God, better. People are leaving that in droves. Right, exactly. And um, X Cloud looked like it's doing pretty good on the Xbox end, and we still have yet to see what Sony is is going to do once the PS Five drop. And I heard Amazon is actually trying to get it into the cloud gaming service as well. So it's like a lot of people are trying to do this, but with Nvidia. I like their motto, and that's one reason why I put this up. Um, this is why I wanted to talk about this. NVIDIA officially launches their cloud gaming service, um, GeForce Now. It's called GeForce Now for $5 per month. Now, with this $5 a month, uh, obviously, it's also free as well. But if you um, if you pay $5 a month, you basically get the stream for like six hours at a time. But even though the six hours is over, you can just jump right back out and jump right back in. And all your saves are still there because all your saves are auto-saved. So you're not losing mm-hmm. anything. I, I guess for the sake of connection, you only have six hours to play at a time. But with this $5 a month, you get to play anywhere and everywhere you want for as long as you want. Uh, but they say the company plans to raise the subscription fee at some point. So right now, it may be 5 Tomorrow it may it may be fourteen ninety nine, which I think that's probably the price point they're going to be looking at because everybody else is around that point. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the Nvidia GeForce Now lets you connect with your Steam, Epic, and Blizzard or Battle.net account, so you can play those games that you purchase. So you don't have to necessarily um, buy games off of the service. You just play five dollars a month. And you have access to your libraries that you already, the games that you already bought, and you can play them off of this, um, off of the service. And I think this, um, I think you can play off the shield or is, uh, um, let's see. Okay, it says right here. You have to download an app that works with Mac OS, Windows, and Android devices, including mm-hmm. the um, Nvidia Shield. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't see anything that says uh, iOS, so that may be an issue uh, to some people because you're, you're basically alienating. Well, no, it says work on Mac OS. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mac OS is, I, is iOS. I'm sorry. So right. it looks like it's working everywhere. And for $5 a month, you basically get access to your, your account. I have over 200-something games on my Steam account. Um, I have like another uh, 20 or 15 games on Epic. I don't have anything on battle.net because ever since Blizzard decided to do their thing with China, I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of out. I'm not I'm not messing with them right now. Yeah, most of my games are on Steam, so right. I don't well, think I, mean, I I don't think I have any games on Epic. Yeah, I, I got a few games on Epic because they're mostly just free. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, that's the only reason why I got them. But uh, nevertheless, um, we're looking at uh, uh, a streaming service is actually pretty decent from what I see. I don't know how the 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 program will work, if there's any latency or whatever, but I'm just talking about the business model is actually something that I'm okay with. Like you're basically paying five dollars a month to play with their library outside of your computer. I, I don't see a problem with that. I mean that's just to me it's like an added bonus to what the games that you already paid for mm-hmm. instead of buying games on top of you buying the service. So um, what, so, so basic yeah, so basically it's like we're get, we're entering a phase of gaming where people have kind of already enjoying this type of gaming, not necessarily cloud gaming, but mobile gaming uh, 
beyond those simple simple uh mobile games that you get you can download off of like google play or the apple store and stuff like that so it this with nvidia reminds me of how blockbuster fucked up back in the day with their uh with their service and how it gave birth to like Redbox, Netflix, and stuff like that. It's because the game fly um, and basically learn from the mistakes of the main person that tried to do something of that nature. So right now, NVIDIA, xCloud, uh, what was the other one? Um, and even even Sony. eventually, yeah, or Sony, Amazon. Will, yeah, Amazon, they're, they watched Google fail. Because that is a fail from from Google, and they're basically like, you know what? We're just gonna capitalize all the off this. We're gonna make um, our model more common sense, and not try to over like what was it? Over promise and under de- deliver is actually the term that Google did. They promised all this shit for people to have, and still they haven't announced the new like any of their new games which will be like an older game that you've already played on a console and stuff like that so um and for five dollars uh to start it's not a bad deal so no, i don't i don't think to me if you if you tell me that i can play my games outside of me playing my because i'm not a mobile gamer i don't like playing you know games outside of you know shit like that I play in front of the computer, in front of the console, in front of the TV. That's my time. But if you're going to tell me, like, say, for instance, I do purchase this. And say if I had a laptop or something, I'm going out of town. Or if I'm going, like, you know, like, say if I'm going on a business trip or whatever, and I have, um, you know, uh, a phone or a tablet or whatever, mm-hmm. where I can just play these games. For $5 a month, I mean, I think that's a pretty good trade-off. For even a guy like me that don't play like big games like this, I can just like take my laptop, go get my um a three sixty controller or something, mm-hmm. and take it with me, and I can play any game I want to. That's on my the games that I bought, that's in my library. That games that I bought, and I can play them on. I think that's actually this is probably like one of the only ways that I can say I'm okay with this compared to like other companies like saying like, yo, you got to pay for the service, mm-hmm. then you have to pay for the games. And or you have to pay for the service which come with the games, and these games aren't yours, so you cannot necessarily really um, you don't necessarily own them. You're just you know borrowing the games. Like I can play stuff off my library, so it's like I don't feel like I'm getting swindled. I'm, I'm playing right. what's mine, so I, I'm okay with I'm okay with this line of service for a guy who don't. I I, I kind of don't look you know to go for these type of services, but if I did, like I said, this would be the one I would probably be okay with. Hmm. Um, I don't see anybody in the chat talking about stuff like I think, I think this is mostly geared to like PC gamers. Um, DJ, you're a semi-PC gamer. I'm full fledged. I'm all in. Um, Pooh play PC sometimes, and pretty much everybody else that's on the, uh, that that comes listen to the podcast, they're they're pretty much strictly console. So I can see why this may not um, appeal to everybody that that listens to us. But I, I want to. Um, put this out there because I'm going to tell you within the next five years this may be um, not necessarily primary gaming but it's going to be damn near close because they're, they're, they're trying to push this hard and all they got to do is find one company to do this correctly. Once they find one company to do it right everybody's going to follow that model and that, and that's 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 the bottom falling through after that. 
Right, because I'm looking at my library right now. I'm sitting there. I'm like, damn, I can. I, I'm like, if I would sign up for the service, I can pretty much play City Skylines, Astral Near, right? Uh, it's, the it's, Witcher, it's, Splinter it's Cell. Game. It's your game. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, it's not like you're... Assassin's Creed Three, Batman, Arkham. Yeah, these are old games that I got because my PC is crap, but still, it's good enough to run these games. Uh, shoot Conan Exiles. I can play Contagion, uh, Elite Dangerous. All I can I can play them anywhere. Hatred for those. Game Hatred. Be controversial. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I had that game. Said, but, like I said, but you think about it though. Like both of them, we're not really into streaming like that. But if it was, mm-hmm. it's not like you get. To me, I, I think this is like a this is a very pro consumer because. They're not trying to get you off. Uh, they're not trying to get you out your pockets. You're paying five dollars at the most. It they, it may go up. They already said it's gonna go up, mm-hmm. and I'll say it, it's not gonna go no more than fifteen dollars because everybody else is like around that price range. For fifteen dollars a month, let's say if you did do something like this, you're playing your own game, so it's not like you're getting you know you're not getting had. Like you look at Google Stadia right now. They're already talking about like what if that the cloud service goes away. Like those games that you purchased, you don't have access to those games anymore. At least with this, even if their servers go away, you can go right back to wherever you go to play your games. You know, you don't lose anything. You're just you, you're just using the service just to play your games in other places. And I, I, mm. I just I think that is I'm I'm actually surprised nobody actually never thought of it, especially Xbox. I'm really surprised that they haven't even thought about this. Of all of all companies, I would think that Xbox would be the one to do something like this. So, um, I, I think it's I think it's this is done right. I think this is done. The business model is done right. And all of a sudden, you start playing the games, and we we look at it like how it was with Stadia when dude pressed the space bar. Mm. <laughs> dude took like <laughs> three days to jump. <laughs> like you know. Yeah, you and, can't. And then, you... then we got another problem. Yeah, you can't have that. And and it's funny because again, unless more games. That I, I'll be able to play uh, Tomb Raider, uh, Tropical Five, uh, Splinter Cell Conviction, State the first State of Decay, Surviving Mars. Like they're my games. I can play. I'll be able to play them wherever I want to, as long as right. I have, as long as I have the things required to. And right. for five dollars, and for five dollars, you you basically get access to play your games wherever you want to. Right. And even if you don't pay the five dollars, it also says here you can try the service by creating a free account. Mm-hmm. But there's two things. There's two caveats to that. If there are too many people connected to the service, you may have to wait. So you're going to be put in a queue for playing for playing for free. Mm-hmm. Also, if you are playing for free, is you got a one hour session, unless instead of a six hour session. So even if it's free. I mean, let's say if you had a game you wanted to play and um, you wanted to beat it real quick while you can't, you, you're not you're not at home or whatever. Like, for instance, I play Guns Going Cannoli. Let's say if you got, like, two levels left mm-hmm. and you want to play it real quick and you don't know when you get home. Like, if you had this for free, you could play it real quick and get it done within an hour. So, I mean, they're, they're on to something. And um, to be honest with you, if a lot of people jump onto this, it's going to force these other companies to change their business model and or their prices. So All right. I think it's and, pretty neat. I think it's pretty neat. And I and to to poo, I want my uh, royalties. If you if you decide to make them gremlin shirts, I want my royalties. Yeah, because you did come he, up with that, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I birthed that idea, and he's going to have to nurture it. 
<laughs> All right, anything else? Anybody got anything on the NVIDIA cloud service? Yay or nay? I think it honestly, I think Did it's you a say yay or nay, or was it the other? No, I said yay. It sounded different from my <laughs> end, but anyway. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily 100% all in on it because I don't do the cloud services, cloud, cloud gaming. But if I was, this would definitely be the way I would go because I feel like you're basically paying, you're paying them to play your games instead of you're paying them to hopefully that their service is okay to play the games that they give you. Mm. And to me, I think that's a scam. I mean, we all look at right. We can we can look at um Google Stadia and see how that goes. Yeah, there would be no more Google Stadia after it's all said and done. Yeah, I think after these other companies come out, I think that I think um I think that they're going to have a problem after these other companies come out with their own services. I mean, XCloud already letting you stream and download games. Amazon trying to do the same thing, and I know Sony has learned their lesson from what happened with PlayStation Now, because they're already letting you download games now on the PS4. So, um, you know, I actually got PS Now on PC. It's actually not that bad, but I mean, I do. I'm hardwired, but still, it's actually not that bad. It's actually pretty decent. Oh man, well we can segue into these NBA trades because I'm looking at the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, tweet. Um, let me see if I can send this. Let's see, because it is kind—it's kind of like smart. I got, I got, I got something. I got a bombshell that just dropped as well. If you want to go there, we can. But I do have some news that may not be one hundred percent news to everybody. Mm-hmm. But something just came across a wire on my phone, and I'm, it's very pretty much relevant to um, gaming. I'm gonna um, put this up here right before we go to. Um, if it decides to pull up. Yeah, there we go, right here. Pull this up right here, and um, let's see be, how everybody feels about this right here. Here we go right here. Xbox says Nintendo and Sony are no longer main rivals as of today. So we all know where Xbox is doing at this point. They, they're mm-hmm. basically going to... They're basically about to shit on the Xbox Series X and all the other consoles. I, yep. I, I see it coming a mile away. Yeah, they, don't they. A, they don't give a damn about their consoles. They're just putting them out there just to appease the people who are still on the consoles. Right. They're going to do what Sega did um, late in its uh, lifespan as, as a console maker. Start looking at third party as an option. And people have talked about this before uh, of Microsoft being more worried about uh, thir- being a third-party studio, uh, not studio, but a company. Third-party so, yeah, company, yeah. Kind of basically what Sega did. Yeah, so, you know, you partner you partner up with Nintendo and you partner up with Sony. Everyone's oh. going to be happy. So games like State of K2 can finally go multi-plat besides Listen. PC. Phil Spencer, head of Microsoft, head of gaming, said he now consider Amazon and Google as his top rivals because of the cloud. What 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 did we just talk about, DJ? What did we not about... just talk about? We just talked about cloud. We just gaming. talked about cloud gaming. We just talked about how if one company decides to do this correct, everybody's gonna fall in. And you know what? X Cloud is not that far off of doing it correct. We just talked about how they let you stream and download games. Mm-hmm. And we just talked about what NVIDIA is doing with their $5 service. 
Yeah, if they really play, if those three companies play it smart, I could see them pulling their resources to form one single cloud to be to to like wipe out Google Stadia and and whatever. I'm like, of course, they won't be able to take away the uh, the PC form form of it, but at least in the on the console side, I could see. Uh, no, let me tell you something right now. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Amazon. I'm gonna copy this real quick because um yeah, I'm gonna send that. I'm gonna send it to your DMs. Um, I'm gonna tell you something right now. Uh, Amazon has no problem. They have absolutely no problem teaming up with people. Now, how, that's basically how they made their money. And Google, um, and Amazon are like buddy buddy. If you see a lot of things on Android, Amazon and Google does a lot together when it comes to that stuff. Like all their stuff is like their apps, their the connections to do certain things cross from each other, like music, all of a sudden they're 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 buddy. I mean they're rivals obviously, but they do a lot together. Like they you can a lot of things they do are, are hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So um I would not be surprised if um like like look, this ain't working out for us. Um, so with that being said, we may just, um, try to, you know, at least at the bare minimum, have some type of partnership where things can go across from one to the other. I, I would not be surprised at that. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like where you see yep. like certain games that are on, let's say Amazon or let, let's say for instance, Microsoft. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I say Amazon and Google? I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Because Amazon and Google, they do play nice, but with Google's Stadia structure, Amazon's not going to play nice with them. Amazon will play nice with Microsoft because I know Amazon is not going to do the same thing that Stadia do. And with that being said, I can see a lot of Microsoft games being exclusive on the Amazon platform and vice versa. Where Amazon can actually just say, you know what, we'll put our app on Microsoft's um, X Cloud or vice versa. I think Google Stadia is just done. I I know what I meant. What I said when Google and Amazon do things together is more under the uh, Android, um, the whole Android uh, cloud, uh, not cloud, but umbrella. But Android is is you know that's something totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, but. They do a lot together under that, but as far as two the two companies, I can see Amazon and and and, and Microsoft doing something together, because um, let's say fences like you said, Microsoft and Amazon. What's the third one? Um, Nvidia. Those three get together and get something really ne- um, nice together. Google's gonna be pushed out of the platform business easily. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do want to apologize for that. I didn't mean Google because. I do mean it under the Android umbrella because if you look at your phone, a lot of Amazon and Google stuff do go hand in hand. But as far as Stadia goes, I don't think anybody wants to touch Stadia or be affiliated with it the way it's set up. So, um, the way I'm looking at that bullshit. Yeah. So, the way this is looking at, I'm telling you, maybe in the next three years, um, consoles as we know it will maybe start to get the back burner, especially if. Like we said earlier, if um, if cloud gaming does take off and actually is viable, it could be a problem. And the only thing that I think that's holding it back is holding it back is here in the United States where internet speeds are not up to par with the rest of the world. So, yeah. I think I think 
this country and Japan has really bad problems with internet. Japan has a real bad problem with internet. That's why you still a lot of see. That's why you see still see a lot of physical releases come on. You see a lot of physical releases in Japan because they don't they don't do very well with their just downloading games in general. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's something that's going to have to be regulated and probably worked on is for them to actually um. Oh, try to get um, internet speeds up because if a lot of people start using this, that's going to be a really big deal to uh, internet um, service providers. They're going to have to change things. Let's see what else this says. Um, Cloud Gaming tackles the common frustration experienced by players but introduces some issues of its own. Let's see. Oh. Phil Spencer says that his traditional rivals were out of step with the future of gaming. Ouch. When you talk about Nintendo and Sony, they, they have a ton, we have a ton of respect for them, but we see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward. That's not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony, but traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. Why? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Xbox has always been on the cutting edge of technology, even when the original Xbox came out. I mean, you look at what they did. Broadband, you know, internet, uh, a hard drive into the um, console, mm-hmm. um, component cables. Um, they actually started doing things at 720p in 2001. Right. That was unheard of. So they yeah. always been ahead of the game. So I'm not saying that he's right, mm-hmm. but he could be onto something that could be in other words, I think we need to start paying attention to what they're doing. I'm not saying jump on board and like be rah rah Microsoft, but pay attention to what they're doing because we can have a situation where this could blindside a lot of people because they're not watching what's going on. Uh, let me see. Oh, I don't see anything else that's on here. What you got, DJ? Uh, I might. It's not really not much else after that. I I think that uh, like that's the way it seems like gaming is going as far as cloud gaming, and it would make sense to have uh, Phil Spencer say something <laughs> to get all these other traditional rivals in line with with the way things are going. But at the, at the end of the day, the ultimate obstacle is going to be your internet service wherever you're at. It, cloud gaming right now to me is more viable overseas than it is here in the states. I mean, even over there, they're having issues as well. So with them having issues over there, you can just imagine what it's really like here. No, but um, the issue, but their issue is not their internet service. The issue is Google is just being dumb and not providing the services that they promised. It's that's more of a customer service thing that they're that they're failing at big time. Right. And then, now, the, and then the quality of it is is still yeah, on a customer real, server side. That's the real problem because, like I said, I have um, PlayStation Now on my PC because I don't have my PS4 anymore. So I bought PlayStation Now for my PC. The lag is not a problem. I mean, it, there is some. I'm not going to say that it isn't, but it's good enough to say, you know, what, I could play this game and be okay, and I'm good. 
the the real problem is the quality because there are some times that the game is 720p it goes below 720p now if i want to play like a, a game like horizon zero dawn which is obviously like an 1800p game or in some cases it's like checkerboard 4k i i, I feel like i'm getting robbed because i know my computer can push 4k streaming but for me to get 720 is i feel like i'm getting robbed and at the very least i should get 1080p so mm -hmm. uh, I think that's my real issue with it. Um, also, it said that, um, and look at this, Microsoft is going to be winning all the way around. It said it is expected for Sony to use Microsoft Azure cloud service to power and revamp version of its PlayStation streaming service. Mm -hmm. So basically, we're going to have Microsoft getting money from Sony. It, it, it's like, it's, but just you gonna, know it's just going to empower them to do more. But you know what? It's kind of it's kind of like you know returning the favor. It was like, look, uh, Sony helped us with Blu-ray, so right, 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 because Sony did take the rights to Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, a Xbox 360 had that what that HD DVD or something oh, like God, that. Oh God, that was the worst. <laughs> no, I was at the retro. I was at the retro gaming yeah. store, and the guy tried to the guy at the store tried to sell me. So you can have it. You can have it for seventy five dollars. I'm like, what? I don't need that shit. What the hell are we gonna need that for? So like, I can't get jiggy with this shit. But um, um, last but not least, um, Phil Spencer did say uh, he told the BBC that it would take years before a cloud gaming was mainstream. So um, I'm actually, you know, that's gonna be that sounds about right. Um, also, um, just for, you know, just a couple of tidbits, Nintendo has over uh, a whole bunch of SNES and NES games on the Switch, um, so, but they're not streaming. Uh, we did talk about NVIDIA, GeForce Now streaming service. As of right now, I feel like it's the best streaming service right now. So, um, and at the end, they talk about a little bit of Google and Xbox Series X. We're not going to talk about Google Stadia. I'm good on that. Nah, they're, they're done. Okay, let's look at um some of the the, the uh let's look at some of the uh chat. Ravens Nation said Microsoft is still a billionaire company without the video game section. Exactly, mm -hmm. they're right. Um, he also said that all it's going to take to wipe out all this cloud crap is for Russia to use one EMP. <laughs> 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 we have more problems than just cloud gaming if that's the case. Right. Um, let's see. Who said that he knew Phil Spencer was looking at the larger scope of things with consoles not being one of them? He always seemed like he had a type to look at another competitor. But you gotta you gotta understand. I, I get it, but you also have to understand that I love consoles. I have a lot of them in here, and I love playing on them. I want these consoles to last forever. I have I have a couple of things in the works to mod my consoles to not have to read disc anymore. So, you know, the, the lens is going to go out and that's that. I want everything to be digital, every console to be digital. So I'm, I'm working on that. I love the fact that I play on consoles. But I'm also in the back of my mind, I know that this is going to go by the wayside like the VCR. Um, in some cases, the laser disc, the, the, the DVD player, the cassette, you know, the CD player. These, these consoles, all is going to go by the wayside, just like all of that stuff eventually. Um it's either going to be cloud gaming or it's going to be digital gaming. Take your pick. And um, I understand it. So I'm not really, I was tripping on it at first, but I just have to understand, like, look, I remember I used to have a stack of CDs 
and I used to listen to my CDs in my car all the time. Now I I I, I would not want to do that. I, I'm good at having my my music on my phone and just plugging the aux cable in and just listening to it through my phone while mm-hmm. I'm driving around. So I mean, I have all my my music on iTunes. I I would love to just go ahead and just cut on iTunes, press play, and have the music playing through my speakers on my computer instead of what I used to do is put a CD put a CD into the CD-ROM drive of a computer and listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, our, our DJ, you probably did this. You put your CD in your PlayStation One or PlayStation Two or your PlayStation Three and listen yep. to the music through the. You know, you did. We all did that. Oh, well, yeah, you, you can technically still do it on a PS4. So right, you can still do it, but it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't. I'm not saying I'm not willing to do it. I'm okay with it, but. Since the option is there now where I can just plug up my aux cable or even with Bluetooth, I can Bluetooth my phone to a speaker in here and I can just listen to it. I'm it's just way more convenient. So it's going to it's going to become a time where um, I'm not necessarily I'm not okay with streaming, but I'm I'm somewhat okay with uh, having a um, a digital only type thing and if you want a physical copy of said game, you can still purchase it, but it'll always just be an option. Like, say, for instance, like, I, I told myself a while back, like, I'm okay if digital games go down to, like, $30 instead of them playing full price like we do now. They Digital games are 30 and if you want a physical copy, let those be full price because I know they take longer. I mean, I ain't going to say take longer. They cost more to make. Make the CD, get the the packaging together, if they still do instruction manuals, put those in there. I can see where you'll pay more for that, but if this gonna be all digital, I I think these games should not be fifty nine ninety nine. And I mean, I think that's because you, they're, they're making money hand over fist at that point, because it doesn't take that much to put a game digitally on the service. It it just does not. Um. So, uh, I think we just have to live with the fact that that's gonna be the case. Um. Anything else you got, DJ? Nope. That's it. Yeah, I just want to add yeah. that because that just happened like maybe 10, 15 minutes ago. Hmm. Um, as far as Microsoft saying that, look, we don't look at these guys as uh, <laughs> competitors anymore. We don't care. So um, let's see. A couple of more um, topics real quick. Not topics, but um, a couple more comments. Let's see. Uh, Pooh said he want all original xbox games to be transferable um that's kind of hard because most of the games are all the games aren't digital um well i know at least on 360 i would hope they are because i I do have a a bunch of games on 360 that that should be transferable but i I don't know if they are or not i agree um whatever they say i don't want everything to be digital i like having the option to choose don't take away the option from the consumer but maybe I'm hoping not to be caught up in the matrix. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you on that. Yeah, I, I agree I, with that too. I don't mind things going digital, but give us the option to buy a physical copy. I mean, I think I just said that like two minutes ago. But mm-hmm. I, I, I totally agree with you. I, I mean, they should not take away, like say for instance, if The Last of Us 2 come out, or let's say if another Resistance game or whatever new game come out, Spider-Man 2, and they want to put that all digital, that's fine. Give us the option though, like say, Give us the option to buy a physical copy, whether it be through the website, through Amazon, 
uh, if if GameStop's still around or whatever, just still give us that option, you know. But I I understand if every game, because you know there's still some games that aren't digital. Some games still come out that are physical copies, and there's some games vice versa that are only um all um that are only digital that don't have physical copies. So mm-hmm. um it, it you should the options should always be there, especially with something that a lot of gamers have sentimental value to. A lot of guys like getting physical copies of games. I mean, I'm one of them, you know, but I, I, I understand. Um, let's see. Pooh also said, I'm slightly mad that I had to spend $60 on the original Xbox skin. I mean, okay, whatever. I mean, they're old. Con- you gotta understand, the original Xbox is 19 years old. I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna, I got two of them and one of them act like they're about to clunk out now if I don't get another, uh, a power plug for it. Um, my one, I think I posted on Twitter like a year and a half ago, that my original one that I had from 2001 died. So I had to buy another one. I mean, I ended up getting two, but the one I had from original died, and um, most of my saves from a lot of my games were gone. Like, um, I, I completed Forza 1, and I got all the, you know, I got all the cards and everything, and that, that you can't put those saves on a memory card. They Those saves have to be on a hard drive, and, and it was gone because the, the, the game wouldn't, it wouldn't cut back on. So, I mean, it's going to happen. That money could be saved when the Persona 5 scramble coming up. Man, quit being broke and, and, and saving the <laughs> money. Quit being broke. All right, let's talk about these um, NBA trades. Um, what you were saying, like, you said a, a, a trade just happened recently? Well, I know the Wizards were in a, involved in a three-team trade with the Clippers and the New York Knicks. And the details of that, uh, the Clippers got Marcus Morris Sr. and Isaiah Thomas. So basically the Knicks sent Marcus Morris to the Clippers and the Wizards sent uh, Isaiah Thomas uh, to the Clippers. The New York Knicks got Maurice Harkless and a 2020 first-round draft pick. And, I'm pulling that up right now. And also a second-round draft pick via Detroit. Uh, well, they... Detroit originally owned that pick that the Knicks had that they uh, acquired. And then the Washington's got Jerome Robinson, who apparently is a defensive-minded player and going to a team who desperately needs more defense, not necessarily more offense. But there definitely were more uh, uh, lucrative, not lucrative, but more... uh, important trades that went on like uh this warriors wolves uh oh, before, before you go to that mm-hmm. isaiah thomas got tra- he got waived from the clippers they're not going to keep him oh yeah that's right him. they did yeah they did waive him they and were the or that, uh, their intention is to waive him yeah their intention is to waive him and the fact that marcus morris did come to the clippers to be honest with you the lakers are in trouble that that makes them way much they make them a much better team than the Lakers, even though the Lakers have you know LeBron and and AD, this extra person they got right there, that's something that that the Lakers can't account for, and that's going to be a problem. Oh, here's 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 a a, a a transaction that happened that I know Bills would appreciate. Uh, Deion Waiters getting moved to the Grizzlies for uh, Iguodala, so now the Heat have Andre Iguodala. Yeah, but not only that, Ooh, I mean, just so that's going to be crazy Grizzlies as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that I mean that makes the Grizzlies like really, really, uh, really good. 
Man, nice nobody guy. cares about Deion Waiters. No, I'm not talking about Deion Waiters. I'm talking about Justice <laughs> Winslow, Jay Morant, and the other guy today. Oh yeah, they were they were included in that deal too. Yeah, I mean they got a pretty good they got a young little core down there in, in Memphis. So Oh um, yeah, oh 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 just to add, uh Miami he also got uh Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill. So yeah, Miami's set up for that run. Yeah, Miami has a pretty good team too. Yeah. I mean both teams win the mo- both teams win in this one. Mm-hmm. So uh that that that's gonna be pretty cool. Um we were also talking about this um this Warriors and Wolves trade? So. Yeah. So in that trade, the Minnesota Timberwolves, they pick up D'Angelo Russell, uh, Jacob Evans, and Amari Spellman. And the Golden State Warriors get Andre Wiggins. And there are two draft picks that they get. They get a 2021 top three protected first round pick. Wow. And a 2021 second round pick. So, yeah. I think the Warriors, Warriors kind of got the better part of this deal. With those 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 round those those draft picks, yeah, because they're setting up. They they're definitely in an unexpected rebuilding season. I'm gonna just make that clear. Then their franchise is not in rebuild mode, but their this rebuilding. season is rebuilding. Right. So, so it's good to get. I think that's a, that's a pretty good deal. That. I think that's a pretty good deal on both sides, but. I think the Warriors got a pretty good deal out of that because D'Angelo Russell, he's a good player, but he was not going to be a good fit when Clay and Steph come back. It, mm-hmm. it just wasn't going to work. When Andrew Wiggins there, uh, I think it, it, it they can they have something there. You know, nobody's stepping over each other on this one, so that's a good one. Um, one that I want to talk about real quick. Um, Drummond goes to Cleveland, and basically the Pistons got hosed. I believe they did. This was a terrible. Um, this was a terrible trade for the Pistons. Mm-hmm. Andrew Drummond's is a pretty good pick pickup for the Cavaliers. Um, the Pistons get rid of Brandon Knight and John Henson. John Henson is okay, but he just never stepped up to what he could have been when he came out of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But um, nevertheless, the Cavaliers do get a pretty good player. Um, the Atlanta Hawks actually was talking about getting him at one point, but the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, let me see if I can pull that up. Um, yeah. not that one, because there's so many picks down here. Atlanta Hawks did a pretty good. Oh, it's not on here. Well, anyway, the Atlanta Hawks end up getting Clint Capella in a four-team trade. Yeah, that's what I started to look at on here on the ESPN because they uh send they me got... that link because I want to pull that one up for the screen. Gotcha. Because um that that was one of the biggest ones. When um, but before we get to that, we see where um, Dwayne Deadman comes to the Hawks. I think he comes back to the Hawks. I, I think he was playing. Yeah, the they already got um in an earlier trade. They already uh brought back. Oh, what's what's that point guard's name? Oh, they got uh, Jeff Teague. Yeah, yeah, they brought Jeff Teague back. I was like, yeah, they brought that. That's not. That's back. actually not a bad. That's not a bad uh, move because as a backup to Trey Young, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I don't have a problem. If they was getting him to start, then I'd be like, okay, what what the hell are we doing? Yeah, I remember there was a vicious rumor that the Atlanta was looking to trade Trey Young. I was like, that ain't yeah, happening. Yeah, I, I know that wasn't happening. Um, but yeah, the Kings dump. Um, they get uh, dump Deadman on the Hawks. Um, the Kings get uh, Jabari Trash Parker and Alex Lynn. So um, that was <laughs> still calling that man trash. Yeah, he, he's still trash, bro. Yeah, yeah, he's still trash. Uh, let me paste this here. Pull this up. 
This is the NBA trades. Let's see. Where's the Hawks one? That's the other one. I want to see. Okay, here it is right here. Let me see if I can mm -hmm. blow this up a little bit. Okay. The Rockets got Robert Covington and Jordan Bell. And they got a second-round pick for the Golden State Warriors, but that doesn't matter because they got some picks from the Timberwolves. Mm -hmm. The Hawks get Clint Capella and Nene, and the Hawks got rid of Nene. So they got Clint Capella. Timberwolves got Malik Beasley, Evan Turner, Juan Her Gomez, Herman Gomez, and Jared Vanderbilt. And I'm not sure if the Timberwolves is keeping all of these people. I don't think they are. And the Denver Nuggets got Gerald Green. Gerald Green still could play a little bit. Mm -hmm. Bates, Diop, um, Shabazz Napier, another guy who could still play. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Shabazz Napier didn't stay long on Denver either because he got traded to the Washington Wizards for Jordan McRae. Oh, wow. So, Like, people are just go. flying around. There, there it is right there, right under there. You see it right there? Mm-hmm. It says uh, they got Jordan McRae from the Shabazz Napier. Wow. Oh, look at this. <laughs> oh, the uh, – Carly Stein went to to the Mavericks. I'm just saying that Ravens Nation pick. told Pooh to get a job. Said, get a job, <laughs> Pooh. Like they say, get a job, Grouch. Let me see if anything. Uh, let me see if anything else that's out here that um. I don't see anything here. Portland Trailblazers get Trevor Ariza for Kent Bazemore, basically. And that's the this is the one that you was talking about right here. Jeff Teague mm -hmm. leads the Timberwolves, and the Timberwolves get Alan Crabb. Yeah, so this has been a really, um, this has really been a, a really uh, moving, shaking trade deadline. You, yeah, I haven't seen nothing like this in a while. Yeah, things have been flying. Uh, I mean, you'll get that, that one. You'll get that one blockbuster trade, and probably like three or four others. But this is like almost like twenty different trades. Yeah, teams was just like, okay, it was like dealing cards. Like here, 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 here. Okay, hit me. Give me another card. Right. All right, let me. Flip that one out. Okay. Um, no, nah, that to the side. Nope. That's a bad card. Get rid of it. What's <laughs> going on, young noble? I see you just uh Welcome back. Welcome back. We we, we know where you've been. Yeah. I ain't gonna say where you've been. Trade trader. Oh wow. Yeah, he runs over there to, to the um you know who's stream. Mm -hmm. But he don't come over here no more. Mm -mm -mm. DJ, wasn't you the one that called him over there at Ladybug Street? Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> um, I was like, get yeah. about that stream. <laughs> right, right, right. And he was over there loving it with the hard eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but what's up, man? Thanks for coming through, man. We, you know you're always welcome here. We're just messing with you. Um, Are they fighting in the chat, Pooh and, yeah, and Ravens? Fighting because he told what me the that hell? Job. And then he wants to time people out because he's unemployed. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, what, what else you got, DJ? I mean, at the end of the day, I think the NBA has done a great job. Um, I ain't gonna say the NBA, but a lot of um a lot of teams yeah. are actually trying to make some moves and make their teams better. And that you, you like to see stuff like that because yeah, the, NFL, I... the NFL was like really stagnant about that at one point. And yeah, it made things exciting. It wasn't exciting at all. One thing I am happy about, um, I know one thing that has been killing the Wizards every time we get around this trade deadline is that we make these dumbass trades or we don't do anything at all. 
And what I'm seeing from my new GM is that he's just like, look, um, more than likely we're not going to make the playoffs, but I'm also not going to pay. Uh, I'm not going to trade potential core players. Like they, there was talk that they would possibly be trading uh, uh, Bertans. Um, I remember the talk all last year was, are, are they going to trade Beal? And seeing that they're clearly in a rebuild mode and we're just hearing that, and which this wasn't unexpected, but John Wall is not expected back this season. Um, some The way he was working out looked like he could, but I wouldn't think they would risk it anyway. So um, you see teams go after needs in these trades and definitely the Golden State Warriors, they definitely needed to, they needed uh, to do something. I they agree. needed to re like when and when I said earlier about them being in rebuild, uh, having a rebuild season, it's basically just reloading. So it's just they got to they they got rid of deload and now they're reloading. Right. So it's one of those things where it's just like okay, we know we're gonna have Curry next year. We're gonna have Clay. Um, I don't know if Draymond's there gonna gonna be there next year. Uh, he pretty much brought this on himself. Because they would have still had KD, but you know, can't call a man a bitch and expect him to stay on the team. Yeah, especially after he was the reason that you won your last championship and then last two, right? Right, hitting Jays and and LeBron James face, making him look stupid. But um, yeah, teams really went after needs, and you know, the NBA, I I think facilitated the best. Uh, trade deadline scenarios, and the thing is, let's see, the trade deadline that, that pretty much let's see. I don't know what day the trade the um the day of the trade um yeah, because we still could have some more happening. Have some more, right? That was right because because remember, like we talked about with uh it, he got waived, so somebody you still got signings that are going to happen. Yeah, it mean, gonna I, find it's gonna yeah, be gonna on another home, team. Man. Somebody somebody's gonna pick him up. Right. I, I I don't see him just sitting at home for the rest of the season. That 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 makes no sense. Somebody's gonna pick him up, and um, so that's gonna be um, that's gonna be pretty cool to get. My my own thing is I'm very disappointed that the Bulls didn't do anything. Um, they could have they had a couple of places. Oh, the trade could... deadline has passed. Oh, it's it, it, okay. it it was today at three p.m. Oh, so, so that's why all this stuff been going on. I'm about to say okay. Well, yeah. Usually we can get like a lot of stuff going like happening. It's signaling. Yeah, you're I, yeah, close to the trade deadline, or it's about to pass. So yeah, true. it passed that, at I mean, three just, p.m. That, today. That's just that's just me being ignorant, not actually knowing when it when it passed. So, um, well, like, the trade deadline each season seems like it's been on different dates. So right, right. Because sometimes I think one time it was like on a Wednesday, and then another mm-hmm. one was on a Friday. It was like really weird, so I didn't know. Uh, but uh, oh damn, I'm looking at all these takes about these trades. Andre Drummond. He definitely is not happy. He's like no, there's... Andre Drummond's not happy that he left. I mean, you got to think about it. I think he got was it Drummond? Yeah, Drummond got drafted by the Pistons. I think yeah. he got drafted by the Pistons. So yeah, yeah, and yeah he... no, no, no. But we don't need to get started on the Bulls. I mean, I mean, listen. I mean, Levine needs help, and and nobody's helping him. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Sure, most of that team is injured. That's the funny thing. That's the, well, it's not funny to be injured, but. You had players like uh like Otto Porter that that could be really doing something to help, but he's injured and they got 
you know, people looking like boys to men on a bench in their <laughs> suits and stuff like that and not in their basketball unis playing, they're going to have to find it. They, they should have at least done something. I'm like, yeah, maybe they pick up IT. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I don't have anything else on this. I want to touch on a couple of the comments in the comment section real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Including see. the little, like, slap fest in the chat. Yeah, that, that was there. funny. That was funny. Um, before he got uh, timed out. Um, oh, wow. Was, he really did time time him out. Spec Pooh said, I oh, like he timed. Oh, I timed uh-huh. him out for timing old boy out. Wow. Spec <laughs> Pooh said that he liked digital because the shit don't break on him. I mean, I do, too. Doug Thomas said he liked digital, but I like some. I like hard copy. Yeah, it just depends on the game. Like certain games, I want a physical copy of. Like if I have like some type of nostalgic, you know, feel to it, or you know, it's just a cool game that I feel like it deserves to be on my shelf. Um, like obviously, like um, Uncharted Four. I wasn't a big fan of it, but since I got one, two, and three already, I don't want to just have that as a digit. That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So I mean, stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see. Uh, Ravens Nation said, expect, um, yeah, you spec games. Um, I think he said, expect something. Uh, expect that poo. I see, he, oh, he was, was responding. Was it's, talking it's, about. Yeah, expect he that poo. I've seen a guy selling APF 2K8 for $60 on eBay and Amazon. Yeah. yeah, people mark up stuff because they know there's still a demand for it and there's not enough supply. Right. Yeah, APF is starting to go up in price. Um, NCAA 14 definitely went up in price. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a couple of other um, games that went up in price as well. Um, let's see. Anything else? All right, these are a bunch of – they slapping each other around. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there's a couple of other games that um, that I know of that just go up, that just continuously go up in price. Um, I know it's a game that nobody really want that don't know about. Um I, I probably won't even shouldn't even mention it. I'll just pull it up. I'll just show it to you guys. I'll just show it up because if I if I pull it if I actually pull it up, or if I actually say the name of it, you'll be like, "What the hell is that?" Huh. Uh, yeah, but this game I've been trying to get for the longest, and I cannot get it because every time I look at it, the price just continues to go up. Yeah, Doug, uh, your question, why were they timed out? I was enjoying the Battle of Wits because Pooh abuses his wrench. Yeah, he knows that he can't handle people in a debate or some, whatever back and forth. He'll use that wrench as a first option, not the last. All right, this is one game I've been trying to get. And we oh, just, here we go. We'll just talk about this. He's this like, that's why the Ravens got bounced out the first round. Shut up. <laughs> this is a game I've been trying to get. And we know, like you say, like physical copies are on the rise. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get this game for three years now. Look how much this game costs now. Oh, God. If y'all can see that. You'll see the price on this game that's new. Look at that. Tip-tip. I've been trying to get this game forever, and I can I can never get it. Every time I got it, Every time I look for it, it, I remember when this game was like $70. And I said, okay, I'm going to wait. I'll wait. Two weeks later, it goes up to 120 And I was like, you know what? Maybe it'll go back down. Then I try to go back and try to get it again. Then it goes up to like 170 Now, if you want a new copy, the game is $580. Mm-hmm. 
If you want to use copy, it's 205. I missed out on this one. <laughs> oh, and a little bit of history. Um, Nintendo games used to sell upwards to almost $200. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like well after the fact. I'm talking about while Nintendo was was in its prime because there was no standard price point for video games at that point. It was whatever they put in the game, it's how much you were paying for it. And there were some games you were paying two hundred you were paying like $150, $200 for. Right. Right. I I want this game, but I, I just can't get it. Now I, I can possibly get this game for cheaper. Way much cheaper, but I have to try to get in touch with somebody in Japan that can get it out of one of the um, book offs, one of the book offs or one of the hard offs stores in Japan. They'll pick it up and they'll send it to me. Now they do have um, they do have some services that people do that for people. I've gotten a few games from Japan that way, where somebody I will um, pay for it and they will go and pick it up and mail it to me, and I have to pay them to mail me. And um, I, it's a pretty good system if you know what you're doing. But um, if you want to get this game off Amazon or eBay, uh, yeah, this this game is ridiculous. Yeah, Smash Melee for um, I think it's for GameCube is almost over a hundred dollars now. Uh, Mario Sunshine is getting up there. Mario Kart Double Dash is another one that's getting up over eighty ninety dollars. A lot of GameCube games are starting to go up. Um, I know one PS2 game, Rule of Rose, is another one. Of, uh, go ahead and uh, look at this! Look at this! Look at this! Rule of Rose is another game that I wanted to get. It this is this is fucking ridiculous. Do I need to say anything else? Man, you can get a a, a low level uh, gaming PC for that much, bro. You, you can, can buy actually... two. You can buy you can buy two PS4 Pros. <laughs> For this one game, how much is Haunting Ground? What, what, what does it say for that one? One seventy-two. God damn! <laughs> and this is another game that I want. I want Ruler Rose. Ruler Rose is a very, very good PlayStation Two game. If you like, if you like, like, um, like Resident Evil, uh, or like the old school Resident Evil games, these that game is a very good game. But there's no way I'm paying eight hundred dollars for that. It's ridiculous, but nah. their game. There's games out there that the price. This, first of all, it's an Atlas game. It was made by Sega because Atlas and Sega is the same. You know, they're one and the same. And mm-hmm. it had a very low um, print run. So this game is like really, really rare. Um, just for just for um, just for shits and giggles, I'm gonna pull up another one. Oh boy. Uh, let's see. Is it? To Pooh's like, and that's why I pirate shit. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see if this hyper duel. This is another one right here. Hyper duel is $539 for the sake of Saturn. This is another game that I wanted. That's $539. <laughs> Doug Thomas is like, you can get a hooker for that price. Right, exactly. Unfortunately, there are people that will pass up a hooker just to get that game. Now, this game here, this game here, you can buy this on PS4 digitally. You can buy this on PS4 digitally. 
This is a Sega Saturn game, Battle Garega. I platinum this game on PS4. It's a great shooter, but nobody's paying $6,500 for this game. It ain't happening. This is a, I'm pretty sure this is a new copy in that's sealed. That's, yeah, we're, we're, we're not doing that, that. That you can buy a car for that much. Like, <laughs> yo, you, you can, you can, you can buy a car. You can buy two used cars. Mm-hmm. You can probably buy a low level house <laughs> for Jesus this one game. Christ. But this is the problem. This is a problem I have when it comes to collecting games. I want these, I want certain games, but there's no way I'm buying them. When I found out this game was on PS4 for $19.99, I bought that game immediately. <laughs> and I, I love the game. The game is great. I mean, I, I, like I said, I platinumed it on PS4. It's a great game. Um, all right. I, I, I'm going to stop this. I'm going to stop. Yeah, Radiant Silver Gun, you can get this on Xbox Live right now. You can get this on Xbox One for like $15. The Sega Saturn version is... Four seventy-five. Well, like young nobles, like who the fuck would pay that much for a game? Right. Well, the Not thing me. is, there's there, apparently there's still a demand for it, and, demand the, for and then with the supply being low, you can jack up the price. This is another game. I know I said I was gonna stop. This is another game, um, Panzer Dragoon Saga. This one is um, notoriously known. For not having um, another release. Also, this game cannot be emulated. So even if you had a Sega Saturn emulator, you cannot emulate this game. The source code of this game is is missing. And they cannot remake this game if they wanted to put it on another console. So that's why this game is $1,300. I kind of understand why, but it's still bullshit. I mean, they... they, they you, you, Panzer Dragoon Saga is just one of those games that the source code is missing. Plus, it's a four-disc game. You have to have all four discs to complete the game on the Saturn. All right, enough of that. I thought that was interesting. So apparently, apparently the fight in the chat ended. Yeah, it did. Uh, Ravens Nation ran off, though, I guess. I haven't seen them since. Oh, damn. Just like the uh, Ravens. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Anything you got, DJ? Nah, that's pretty much it for me. I'm actually getting kind of hungry. Yeah, it's about the hour 30 mark. I think we, we, we covered all the topics. We put on a good show. I'm glad everybody who came through. And they came through to um enjoy the game. Oh, Ravens Nation's back. <laughs> but they um, are scamming. 1300 is um, I, I, I will say this. Honestly, I think $1,300 is too high for this game. But I, I would understand if this game is in mint condition, if the game is in still in its long box, and all four discs are there, I can understand this game being around $300. I can understand, just because I know that even if Sega tried, Sega cannot put this game on another console. The, the source code is, is gone. They, they lost it. They can't do anything to, to remake it. And... um is it can't be emulated as well. Maybe it can now. I'm not sure, but I know as of last year, the game cannot be emulated on a Sega Saturn emulator. So I can understand if the game is around $300 because of the rarity. But some of these games don't need to be what the price that I showed. It, it's, right. it's, it's ridiculous. Um, one more thing. 
Quayface said that NCAA um, 14 is trying to get it, but the game is high as hell. Yeah, the game's going up in price. I think the game's up to like 120 now. Hmm. Um, and I, I tried to tell people to hurry and get it digitally. If they can get it off the um, PlayStation or 360 store, they took it off the store. You can't even buy it no more. So if you don't have it, you don't have it. Um, How did they lose it? I do not know, but um, I'm pretty sure there's a YouTube video out there telling you the history of Prince of Dragon Saga, but the source code is missing, so um, they, they cannot remake the game. And it's it's, it's kind of interesting, you know, if you look at stuff like that. So it can't be emulated or whatever. Um, DJ, you got anything? No, I'm pretty much. Um, I think as far as I keep saying... Be on the lookout for more State of Decay 2 content. But each time I come home this, like, each day, I'm just mentally tired. So it may, it look for it on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, Saturday mm-hmm. I'm so, going to be playing. Saturday I'm going to be live streaming NCAA 08. We did make it to the ACC championship game. We will be playing Georgia Tech. We actually went up to number 21 finally in the polls. So we'll be playing number 12 Georgia Tech in the ACC championship game. I will stream that on Saturday night. Mm. Um, you got anything else, DJ? Nope. I, I don't want I, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. That was pretty much it. I'm like, um, I'm still continuing my quest in uh in uh Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. That's I'm like, I just went through uh no, I'm not even gonna say it because people I get spoiled by it, but I just went through what was it? Uh, this one part of the game that felt kind of optional. Okay. It, it just it, it it screamed optional for, but I don't think it was optional. But it just screamed optional to me. Right, right. right. Caused a lot of unnecessary stress. Let's just say that. <laughs> well, yeah, man. As for me, man, I'm still be putting these um, videos out. Sorry for the last video didn't have any sound, but that was a great game at the end. Um, the NC State versus um, Boston College game. That one was a good game at the end. We were down by uh, 14, and we came back to win that game in overtime. Um, I guess their coach pulled um, pulled uh, Kyle Shanahan, but we, we came back and won that game. Um, I'm going to be putting out some more content as far as um, some of these uh, strategy guide books I got. I know I did one on Halo 2. I got about three or four more I want to do, so I will be probably putting that up maybe tomorrow or Sunday, but definitely Saturday I'm going to be live streaming um, the NCAA game. Probably be live streaming it after the XFL, definitely after the XFL games. Mm-hmm. If it's too late and I'm not able to do so, I will probably do it that morning for Sunday morning. So it's going to happen between one of those two times. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for that. And we're just going to continue to give you all the um, – Give you all this content, man. Uh, uh, just I'm, I'll just like I said in the beginning, I am in a great place now. I got a lot of stuff off my chest when I tweeted that list of people, um, because like some people I just don't even talk to anymore. I just had to tweet them and let them know, look, this is what's happening right now, and I'm moving on. And some people I'm going to still rock with. Some people I just don't talk to. It is what it is. And um, just gonna leave it at that. So. Uh, I guess that's going to be it for us. We'll see you guys Monday, I mean Tuesday, when we do these picks. Um, see who got what right and what got what wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll just uh, catch you guys 
LinkedIn. Once again, Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Discord, DJ's um, blog channel, um, his website, Intro Champ. That's still there, believe it or not. They are All still fighting in the chat. Oh, they can continue to fight. That's cool. Um, click wow. the like button and share the podcast with everybody. So, um, you know, share the podcast. <laughs> and... uh. Yo, this is he don't crazy. play Grand Theft Auto. Oh man, oh, Jose Puda type of stuff for red lights and Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> and then it says the type of dude to pull his pants all the way down when he pissed. <laughs> all right, y'all, y'all good. Now, I'm going, man. I'm good. Y'all, I'm good. Y'all, oh, I'm good. Man, we we will see y'all is... Tuesday. Y'all know what to do. You know, catch us if you missed a uh, part of this podcast. Um, you know where to catch us. All the links down in the description. You guys take it easy. But y'all need to carry Peace. this over to Twitter. And, All right, guys. Yeah, y'all make do. sure DC defenders for life. All right, you guys. Defend the DMV. See you guys Tuesday later. <laughs> oh, these guys are.